My name is Dana Tyler Bolton, and this is the Night Terrors Podcast. Hello and welcome to another week of Spooktober. Today, our story is called Smiles the Teddy by DRM Faint off of No Sleep. And it deals with what lengths a parent will go to to get rid of that creepy new toy. The story again is by DRM Faint and narrated by Dana Tyler Bolton. Enjoy. This incident began about a week ago, on my daughter's fifth birthday. She had a huge party with tons of presents and all her friends. There was also family there, including my brother Stephen. Stephen, to put it bluntly, is odd. He always has been, ever since we were little. For the past four years, the presents he's gotten my daughter have been disturbing. They've ranged from shrunken heads to voodoo dolls to a pig fetus in a jar. But this year was different. When my daughter who I'll be calling Cindy, opened her presents, I was expecting to see something horrible. But it wasn't anything bad. It was a teddy bear. It looked very normal and generic, with one exception. It had a wide smile, with what looked like fake human teeth. Cindy exclaimed, I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. No problem, sweetie, replied Stephen. I mean, it creeped me out, but if Cindy was happy, I was fine with it. The rest of the party went well, and Cindy liked all her other presents. But it was clear the teddy bear, which she had named Smiles, was by far her favorite. She carried him everywhere she went, his uncomfortably wide smile grinning the whole time. Eventually, the festivities ended. Daddy, can I sleep with smiles? Cindy asked. Uh, sure. I can read you a story if you like as well. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. We went to her room and read for a while before she fell asleep. That morning, something was odd. Smiles was sitting on a shelf. I was sure that Cindy had the thing next to her when she fell asleep last night. I figured I was just tired and was seeing things, or Cindy moved it in the night. Now, there's something about me that I forgot to mention. My wife died when Cindy was very young, so we're the only people in the house. So whenever I have to leave the house, I get a babysitter. However, the one I usually hire went off to college, so I had to find a new one. It took a while, but I eventually found a woman named Sharon who was willing to babysit. I went out to a high school reunion on Saturday. Sharon came to watch Cindy. I gave her the instructions and left. 
but I swear, when I left, I saw a smile staring at me from the corner of my eye. The reunion went well. I got to see some of my old buddies from high school. About the second I got home, I heard a scream coming from upstairs. I quickly rushed up to see what the noise was. Sharon was there, a drawer on her foot. It looked like it had fallen from the dresser and landed on her. Smiles was on top of the dresser, looking down at the scene. Oh God, are you okay? I exclaimed. Mm, God damn it, said Sharon. I spent the next 10 minutes apologizing before Sharon left, limping away. I glanced at Smiles. Ew. I muttered at it. It still just grinned. I saw my expression through its black, beady eyes. I was terrified of this thing. It was just a damn teddy bear. I, I knew I had nothing to fear. And the drawer was a coincidence, but still. I couldn't help but be horrified of the thing. That night, I barely got a lick of sleep. My dreams were haunted by horrid demons, prying eyes and the souls of the damned. I was trapped in a red room, smiles standing on the other end. He slowly walked closer, getting larger and larger. Eventually, he got to the size where his weight shattered the floor of the room sending me down into an abyss with the faces of horrible beings staring at me from the void, whispering nightmarish things. I decided I needed to get a hold of myself. It's an inanimate object, completely harmless, 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 inanimate objects can't come to life and attack people. That's only in fiction. Everything is fine. But the incidents kept happening. Just normal things that could easily just seem like accidents or bad luck to a normal person not in this situation. But it was the bear. The thing was torturing everyone. Anytime I left the house, it struck on Sharon. It was like it didn't want me to leave, needed me to be here so it could play with my mind. Cindy still loved it. Whenever I tried to throw it out, she noticed and stopped me. I started to dread leaving the house. The final straw came about two weeks after the first incident. I had a conference and had to leave Cindy in Sharon's care. One day in, I got a call from the ER. A hot iron had apparently fallen on Sharon's head in a freak accident. It was completely unclear what had caused it, as the only thing on the shelf with the iron was a teddy bear, 
according to the man on the phone. I quickly got on the first train home. I couldn't have Smiles kill someone. I waited for Cindy to fall asleep. I deftly went into her room and took Smiles out to the yard. I prepared a small fire. The preparation took hours as it was a cold November night. As the wind howled, I set up the fire. By two in the morning, it was finally complete. Quickly, I grabbed Smiles. Good bye, I whispered to it. Then I threw it in the fire. That morning, Cindy asked me, Where did Smiles go? I explained that his fur was made out of a toxic material, so I had to throw him out. Cindy was disappointed, but luckily, didn't take it too hard. Those two weeks were completely stress-free. I had to go to another conference over the weekend. I told Sharon that I think the accidents are over. She accepted babysitting Cindy for the weekend while I was out. The conference was okay. On the first night, I went out to dinner with my friends. Damn, this paper's story is giving me the creeps, said my friend Chuck, looking at a newspaper he bought. What is it? asked my other friend Jerry. It's about some child murderer who escaped from the local prison. She apparently poses as a babysitter and surveys the house for a month or two before waiting to babysit and kill the child. Oh, God, I need to see that, I said. Okay, just let me finish it real quick, replied Chuck. Now! Chuck must have sensed the urgency in my voice and handed me the paper. It was a picture of Sharon. Suddenly, I realized something that made my blood run cold. Smiles was protecting Cindy. Thank you for listening. All stories are produced with a Creative Commons license or with written permission from the author. These stories are not meant to be reproduced in audio, written, or any other form of media. If you haven't yet, go and subscribe and review at nightterrorspodcast.com or wherever you find your podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and through our email, which is listed in the show notes. Thank you.